0: Welcome back to the Fantasy Brothers podcast. We got me, we got my good buddy Ben. Just like, just like old times, just like always. Took a week off. There was literally no reason to record an episode. I mean, we could
1: we could have come up with something, but I feel like we needed we could, a week off.
0: We could have come up with something, but it, it would have been. We've been pulling stuff out of our butt. <laughs> that's exactly what we would have been doing. There that's would,
1: basically what we're doing today. Let's be honest.
0: There are, there's not even plural pieces of news. There is a singular piece of NFL news. Well, there's two actually. Now that I think about it, there are two. So there's, well, one there's of them, plural. one
1: of them is a legit piece. One of them is like a pro day thing. And we're like, let's talk about this.
0: Oh, and the commanders that too. Oh yeah. But that doesn't really affect fantasy. No, not, not even a little bit. Well, maybe, nope, not even a little Maybe down the road. Anyways, the Commanders are getting sold. And Commanders fans are joiced. The Snyder reign is over. I know there. we've got a mutual friend who is very excited about this sale. I guarantee you. He will be thrilled. We should although him I don't, the show one day. We totally should. I, does he keep up with the Commanders like I think he does still? Or did he kind of bail on them?
1: Uh, I think he's kind of 50, like he still keeps track of them, but he likes fantasy more than the commanders these days. I would not
0: blame him at all for that. They are hard to watch.
1: (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. I'd probably pick fantasy over the Falcons. Usually (laughs) like fair enough. Falcons win a playoff game or you win the championship. (sighs) Ah, Give me the ship.
0: But the Falcons go to the Super Bowl or you get the chip. Do I have to lose in all of
1: my leagues, or can I like pick which one I lose? No championships that year. No championships. Well, that's me most years anyway. So yeah, just give it the Super Bowl. <laughs>
0: oh man. Um, okay. There are there are a couple things worth mentioning on the news front. Um Odell Beckham Jr. was given an entire bag by the Baltimore Ravens. He signs for up to $18 million on a one year deal probably going to be more like a 15 million dollar deal but still it's got to be incentives like does he play actually right and i think the incentives to get him up to 18 million are just that he has to lead maybe it's i don't know if it's lead the ravens in receiving or lead the pat or the the wide receivers in receiving because if it's all he has to do to get three million dollars is be the leading receiver wide receiver uh he's gonna do that for sure yeah because i guarantee you was he got to beat out Devin Duvernay? Yes. <laughs> and whoever they draft, because I would assume they're going to draft at least one receiver. And Rashad okay, there's Rashad Bateman. So that's he's good. We'll see. We actually don't know how good Rashad Bateman is. We don't really have a clue. We have no idea. So, anyways, he just needs to be a better wide receiver than James Prochet.
1: Does it indicate that Lamar is probably going to sign there? Who's I don't the know.
0: I don't know. I would assume Odell signed with the assumption that Lamar was also going to resign.
1: I mean, Lamar dropped the Instagram post or whatever of him FaceTiming with Odell right after the news drop that he signed. I, I'm not reading it a ton to that because they always do that kind of stuff.
0: I know. I still think at the end of the day Lamar is going to be a Raven. I kind of have thought that the whole time. It just it just had seemed so far fetched for another team to go in there, pay him an enormous contract and give the two first round picks up. I kind of think that after the draft we're going to we're going to really have some solidified whatever's going to happen is going to happen after the draft, I think. Not at all. I really wonder how effective he's going to be at 30 years old off of two ACL injuries. His um, I think his impact when like when he played with the Rams in their super bowl, Super Bowl run, I feel like his impact on the field was greater than his production. Because his yeah. production wasn't incredible, but his impact on the field, I felt like was. Yeah, no, he still had a presence. And he he caught some
1: passes. Obviously, it was the Cooper Cup show but how much he was able to open up for Cup and the rest of the offense was a big deal.
0: Yeah, so I'm really intrigued. Like, I mean, you pay $15 million for a wide receiver. You are expecting him to be your number one target. Yeah, let's get something. Let's do something right here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. There's a lot of question marks about that. All I know is Mark Andrews, probably going to be really good. Rashad Bateman, question mark, everything else, question mark. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, the end of the story. (laughs) Um,
1: even the big news piece is not a whole lot to talk about. Yeah, it's really not.
0: But we did have this because before we hit record, Ben said a blasphemous thing, (laughs) which we need, we needed to address on the podcast in public. Break it down for us.
1: Uh, why don't why don't you start and just say what I said so I can defend myself before <laughs> before you just decide to tear me apart?
0: You said uh I I still don't know if this was like serious or not, but I I think the essence of it was you would consider taking KeSean Boutte assuming he gets drafted in the 4th round, which is where he's mocked over Quentin Johnston in your rookie drafts if Quentin Johnson got drafted by the Chargers in the first round
1: no no, no 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 listen okay F- first of all it was mainly a joke second of all like <laughs> obviously if Quentin Johnston goes to somebody like the Chargers, I have to take him because he's playing with Justin Herbert it's more of I just really liked Keishon Boutte coming out I'm very frustrated and the three cone and um 20 yard shuttle and 40 time for Johnston came out from his pro day. He ran a four, five, three, 40, which I know we were all hoping for faster than that. He had a seven, three, one three cone drill and a four, two, eight 20 yard shuttle, which it's just the most mid numbers for a guy who was arguably the top receiver in this class up until, I mean, most people who, Knew what they were talking about had JSN at one, but was pushing for the number one wide receiver in the class. That's just the most mid numbers you can put up. Like JSN had the same 40 yard time, but JSN had a 6573 cone and a 393 three, 20 yard shuttle dash, which I mean, granted, his numbers are up there near the top combine numbers ever as far as just quickness. But like in some of these categories, like Johnston is almost a full second slower in the three-cone drill than JSN. He's almost a half a second slower in the 20-yard shuttle. Like he his quickness is just not there. And when you listen to um, you know, guys at the combine analyzing, like real receivers analyzing him, he just he he does not pop anywhere. Even on even on film, like the big plays he made, like say um the one against Michigan, where he Went for 70 yards. He was wide open and he's he does not impress me at all. And it was more of I'm not impressed by Kayshawn or not, I'm not impressed by Quentin Johnston more than I think Kayshawn Boucher is the real deal. Boucher was a massive letdown at the combine. And I, yeah, I mean, I think I, I hope he goes in the fourth round because that feels high at this point. But <laughs>
0: He's currently no, no, mocked.
1: Can, if he goes to the Chargers, no, I'm not going to take him over, Boutte. But it was – those numbers just are not great from Quentin Johnston.
0: No, they're not. They're they're not super great. But also, Keyshawn Boutte is currently mocked uh, as the 102nd pick in this draft. And I went and did a little digging, a.k.a. scrolling on Twitter, and I found Mr. Scott Connor. He tweeted that there have been 76 wide receivers drafted between between picks 41 and 100 since 2013. And the number of seasons over 10 fantasy points per game, uh, there have only been 115 seasons altogether, mm-hmm. which is 37% of seasons from players in that range. And Keyshawn Boutte is projected to go outside of that range. So... It's not, not looking great.
1: Things are not in his favor at the moment.
0: No. So unless unless something happens unforeseen where somebody takes a flyer on the talent. I mean, we saw it, it it'll happen like Taikwon Thornton last year, nobody expected him to get drafted high. He got drafted in the second round. So yeah, but also <laughs> but also he was a physical freak and Butte, you
1: know. Well, that's why I was so high on Butte to begin with like coming before the combine like I thought this dude Was legit. He was a five star prospect coming out of high school. He had produced on the field even when he was behind guys like Terrence Marshall, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson. Like he popped then. He popped his sophomore year before he got hurt. And then he was kind of a combination of underused and it wasn't a good system fit his third year at LSU. So I thought like things just. We're not going in his favor. I'm still in on this dude as just a talent standpoint. And then he comes out and is not even close to the freak I thought he was. Yeah. So
0: yeah, he's he's treading in some deep waters fantasy wise. I think he's definitely the biggest faller from uh from all the pre-draft process. He hurt sure. me.
1: I was I was taking him mid first
0: <laughs> before the combine. I was kind of right there with you. I'll I be thought honest. this
1: dude was gonna be a first round. I thought like once the combine comes. People are going to see his athleticism, and team, he's going to go in the first round because somebody's going to be like, that dude is incredible. I'm going to take him. And yeah. it turns out he's not.
0: Yeah. I Honestly, there are several running backs I would rather take shots on than Keyshawn Boutte at this point. Mm, multiple. Like many of them, like rookie, six or seven. Rookie draft kit, you'll see it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you've got a segment that we're going to debut here on the show. You haven't that- seen this yet. I, I don't know anything about this. This is going to be a complete and utter surprise to me, just like you listening. So, Ben, take it away. Lead us through it. Yeah, Tell so me we, what I'm about to get myself into.
1: Yeah, we were talking about, you know, pulling stuff out of our butts for content, and this is it. <laughs> so I, I texted you, it was a Monday or whatever, and I was like, dude, let's just, how about this um, as a game or whatever for the next time we record? And you were like, sure, why not? So the game is called DNR or CPR. So DNR obviously stands for do not resuscitate and then everybody knows what CPR is. So, I'm going to give you names of players and I and you know I'll I'll have some stats and stuff. Obviously I didn't do a ton of research because look, we're not good at our jobs here. So, but I I I did do some. So I'm going to throw names at you and I want you to tell me DNR or CPR. DNR is this I mean the guy's dead. I don't want anything to do with him. There's no hope for him. CPR, things may be bleak, but there is a pathway for things to improve for this player. So, speaking of Odell Beckham Jr., uh, you didn't know I had a name on here, obviously. So, let's go with Rashad Bateman.
0: Oh, GNR
1: or CPR.
0: Uh, are we assuming Lamar Jackson resigns? Yeah,
1: let's assume Lamar Jackson resigns. Well, actually, I, it, let's do let's do multiple ways here because there's okay. there's paths where he's good and paths where he's bad, and I want to okay. see which I want to see which one you bet on.
0: Okay, so if Lamar's gone, it is for sure absolutely DNR easily, um, because he went in the first
1: round. We've seen him as a talent. He was he was very talented. The reason people he probably wasn't drafted up there with the other guys yeah. in his class was he went to the Ravens. Who are not the greatest passing team.
0: So but he has been his,
1: very he's been very efficient on a per touch basis.
0: Yeah, he has. So he's going into his third year, right? Mm-hmm. He's got two more years left under team control plus a fifth year option if they want to use it. So he's got potentially three more years as a Raven. Um, there's Odell's still nobody there. Odell's coming in, but he's 30, coming off two ACLs. So there are question marks there, even though the, and it's a one-year deal. But I also though feel though there's like a there's a money.
1: real chance that they draft a wide receiver with their first pick too.
0: That would, that would make him a DNR to me. If they took a receiver in the first round, it'd be DNR. If they don't, I mean, it kind of depends. Like if they, if they go get Josh Downs in the second round. He's DNR. If they don't, take a receiver until like the fourth round that's just more of a rotational guy to beef up the wide receiver room, I think there's still a chance because I, I do think he's a big play receiver, and I think he's really talented. He just has had a real bad injury problem, hasn't been able to stay on the field. But yep. when he's been on the field, he's been good.
1: Over two years, obviously, he's uh, he's been very, very injury prone, which is a problem but he's played he's played 17 games in 2 years. He has only eclipsed double digit targets once. And that Jeez. was in like week 17 when he had 10 targets. The most I think he's ever had. He's had multiple games of 8 targets and then a lot of less than that. He's had 3 touchdowns in 800 yards over 17 games.
0: How many targets does he have total in 17 games? You know, I didn't I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look it up real quick because I have no idea. I, he's basically played a full season. He's yeah, played he's played one a full season. season.
1: I looked at the obviously the yards and the touchdowns, and I knew. And I looked at the games, and he's only had one double-digit target game. All Didn't right, look so at the total he has targets. had
0: sixty-seven and twenty-eight targets. I can't do math, but that comes out to ninety-five targets. So um, seventeen
1: games, ninety-five targets.
0: His total fantasy point output in his seventeen games. It's 156 fantasy points. Um I don't know, man. As He's really different right now. As things stand right now with the way their uh team looks, um We're good. All right. (laughs) Uh, As things stand right now, like with the way their team looks, he's probably more of a DNR for me right now than he is a CPR. But I don't want to say flat out he's toast because there's probably – I mean, there's at least two years of team control left. So he's got two years to prove it. Yeah. Um, This one more stand because I've talked
1: to people who own uh, Rashad Bateman and they still – I think it's more of just clinging to hope. And they're like, no, I would still want X amount for Rashad Bateman. I'm like, there's there is no realistic world where you get no, you know, a high second round pick for Rashad Bateman. I in if someone if you're trying to do like, a deal with somebody and they try to throw Rashad Bateman on as like a deal maker, like, what if I include this? Does he equal like a third round pick to you at this point? Would you hmm. pay a third?
0: Yeah, I'd pay a third. How about
1: a, a mid-second?
0: What, like 206? 206, 206
1: 207, 205
0: area. I would <laughs> – I don't think I would pay the 205 for I don't right think now. I would either. There's too many running backs that I like. Like in this year's class,
1: I'm looking at what, Tank Bigsby, um, yeah. Sean Tucker, Devon A-Chain. I would take those guys Dude, over
0: Rashad Bateman right now. I'd rather have Izzy Abanaconda. Than Rashad Bateman right now.
1: Yeah, and you're gonna get like like a Dalton Kincaid or somebody like there.
0: Yeah. So I think right now you're looking at like a late second, third. That's that's pretty much where you're at with Rashad Bateman. That's tough. Yeah, that's.
1: It feels dangerously close to DNR for me.
0: Yeah, that's that's rough.
1: That's really rough. Okay, this next one is personal, and I did it on purpose. I I will be fair. <laughs> I put one later down on the list that attacks me. So, but first, I'm going to attack you, Cortland Sutton. Oh, jeez. DNR CPR. God.
0: Um. He's still CPR.
1: I knew. I I I knew you would say that. But I I I do agree with you though.
0: Yeah, there's. They're not going to bring in somebody to steal work. There's still an opportunity for him. I do see a lot of rumors of him or Judy getting traded. Mostly, I have seen that. I have seen that. And. You know, obviously, if he gets traded, I think that that sort of shifts everything. But as of right now, his worst-case scenario is the wide receiver three on the Broncos. Um, Because Tim Patrick is coming back from his ACL injury, and I do think Tim Patrick's going to be pretty decent.
1: He so, actually, when I was looking into this, he had more targets than I realized he had. He had 109 targets over 15 games, which is way more than I thought he did.
0: Yeah, I mean, he... Frankly, for big stretches of last season was not terrible. there were I mean, yeah. there were portions of the season where Jerry Judy was awesome. There were portions of the season where Sutton was awesome. The problem was the whole season the offense sucked.
1: yeah, to start out the season he had eleven points, nineteen points, seventeen points, sixteen points, twelve points, then a really yep. bad stretch, and then he never eclipsed thirteen points again. Yeah, but he started out really well. I do think, and you probably agree with me at this point, that Jerry Judy is kind of firmly the one there. Yeah. But I think I agree with you. It was more he suffered because the offense as a whole was terrible.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was getting good volume. What did you say? He played 15 games and 109 targets. 15 games 109 targets. That's not bad. I mean, mean, uh, that's probably pacing out for, I don't know, 125, 130 targets maybe. Yeah. Over 18. Um, yeah that's not terrible
1: and it'll be different obviously if Javante comes back there'll be more run heavy then and things like that but yeah I was I did not realize he had that many targets when I was making this I was I was like I'm gonna get Josh into Cortland Sutton he's gonna be pissed and I'm like oh he actually wasn't as bad as I thought he was
0: (laughs) he really wasn't it was the offense but like Judy
1: was better and I was right but he was not as bad as I thought he was
0: yes granted I do think that there's probably this is probably not going to happen, but there's an outside chance he's like the fourth receiver on that team because you've got Tim Patrick coming back, and I think Tim Patrick is going to be the guy that is going to be the only one of the pass catchers that probably eclipses their draft price because nobody's going to draft him, and I think he's going to be really good. He's going to be what Zay Jones was last year. That's what Tim Patrick will be. That's not. Um, you'll take yeah, that. like. You paid nothing for him and he doesn't games,
1: but he'll pop off for 30 points every few weeks.
0: Sure. Probably not even that. But I mean, he could get he'll he'll be like an eight points a week kind of guy that's like he's not flashy, but he's startable in deeper leagues. Yeah. Um, but then there's also Dulcich, who I think is going to grow into his own, and I think he's legit. Um, and I think Judy's the one. So there's there's a chance he's the fourth receiver. I kind of doubt it. He's most likely the the number two. It's, I don't know. He's it's still CPR.
1: Yeah. I, I agree with you. All right. DNR, CPR. Chase Claypool. Oh God. I <laughs> think I know what
0: the answer is here. Toast. He's done. See uh DNR.
1: Uh he was a non factor, obviously, before the war trade. Uh most he ever got was six targets, but he's still and am- we we I've been very public about this, and you do. Neither of us like Chase Claypool. No, I don't like him as a player. I like I don't like him. You off don't the like field. him as a human. <laughs> I don't. I don't like him off the field. He's just <laughs> annoying. However, he's extremely talented. Yes. And they ended up paying what turned out to be the first pick of the second round, which since Miami does not have a pick this year, was the thirty-second overall pick for Chase Claypool. So that's a decent amount of draft capital. For a wide receiver on a team that is very wide receiver needy. Do you think there is any hope there or it's still DNR? No, it's DNR
0: because he's on. I agree. They paid that pick for him, but they didn't draft him. Um, they haven't put in the years to develop him. Like they did pay a lot to acquire him when you consider the production that he is going to give them. Um, but it, he's not. They don't have as much investment in him as I as you would be led to believe based on that deal. Um, they're not paying him jack squat right now, and he's not delivering jack squat on the field either. So, no. And D.J. Moore's the one. Darnell Mooney's the two. Cole Comets the three. Which and then they run so
1: much that there's
0: there the four doesn't exist exactly. And we would be excited if they throw four hundred and twenty-five times next year. Oh, Justin Fields is the QB one if they
1: do that. <laughs> so he's gonna have a thousand yards rushing.
0: Yeah. So like, Chase Claypool's ceiling in terms of targets is like seventy. No. No. Thank you. I'm out. No. He's he's toast. Unless he goes. Unless they trade him somewhere else. But then he's on his third team. Yeah. He's done. He's done.
1: Yep. Okay. DNR or CPR. Elijah Moore. CPR. CPR. I like. Yeah. Why? So. I don't have as many stats for this one because there's just not a lot of stats to put for for Elijah Moore.
0: Yeah, this is going to be more narrative-based. But, so he goes to the Browns, which obviously they've got Deshaun Watson. They've got Amari Cooper. I really think Deshaun Watson is going to be improved. And that offense as a whole is going to be improved. Like, they were dreadful. He hasn't played football in two years. Like, yeah. Right. I don't know why people were expecting a QB top five season. Yeah, he was he was very, very, very bad. And the offense as a whole was really awful. Like you look at Nick Chubb's splits, I think he averaged something like 18 points per game with Jacoby Brissett and like 12 with Watson. Like they just didn't score touchdowns. Um, so yes, they were not great with Watson last year. And I think that's going to lead a lot of people to fade a lot of cleveland browns but like he was genuinely a top five nfl quarterback prior to last year and so and he did it for more than one year it was like four years straight that he, he was, was a top. He, five. Was,
1: he was like the qb5 for legit three four years
0: yeah so i'm more inclined to believe that he is closer to that now i'm not going to say he's top five i don't necessarily believe that but i do think He's going to be significantly better than he was a year ago. He's not going anywhere. The team literally they can't move off for him. Yeah, they can't move off him for like five more years. I mean, he is firmly entrenched as their starter. And, you know, outside of Elijah Moore, Amari Cooper is going to be the one, but he's he's getting older now. He's 28, 29. I think he's so 29. He's, okay. Yeah. He's getting closer to. The uh, the age cliff, I guess. I mean, he's well, twenty eight, but I think he turns twenty nine. Okay, I mean, he's same thing. I mean, he's yeah. he's really not close to. I mean, like thirty three is the age cliff, so he's still got a few years. But you know, outside of Donovan Peoples Jones, like who's who's going to steal? Yeah,
1: David and Joku in there. He can do some.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess, I guess, in my mind, if you anticipate the Browns throwing the ball five hundred and twenty times which is not a ton, by the way. It's just like league average. Um, if Deshaun Watson throws the ball 520 times, Amari Cooper is going to be pretty decent. And then who else? Um, and Joku might be decent. Like if you believe Elijah Moore is good, which I happen to believe he's good. He
1: is a talented receiver. Like pe- people thought he was going to be a first rounder. Yeah. The year He was drafted. It was a surprise when he fell to the second.
0: Yeah. And then not only that, he came out his rookie year and produced like he was good. He there was, was a good with James nobody quarterbacks. nobodies. Yes. Like we talk about Garrett Wilson being a savant because he produced for fantasy with crap quarterback play. Elijah Moore was that light the year before. I mean, he with wasn't Mike to that White, level, like He was but, dominant. Yeah. I mean, there. Like were, I remember five weeks. I like remember a points. month-long stretch where he was like the wide receiver eight and everybody was losing their minds. He's good. He just, for whatever reason, I don't know. I don't know what happened inside the building that made it to where he was a non-factor <laughs> on the field. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like the talent is going to shine through in Cleveland. I feel like he's got an opportunity. I feel like he's got a quarterback. I don't know. I, I'm still, I'm still in on Elijah Moore at his current price. Pick wise, what do you value him as? Like people are using
1: him as trade baits, things like that.
0: It's a little bit more than Rashad Bateman, not a ton, but I think because people. You think you val- would
1: pay the two oh six for him? Yeah, I
0: think it would. Okay, I probably would, because he's probably going to be the wide receiver too. Bateman, and like, it's just different narratives. Like Bateman might be the two on his team potentially, but it's likely that he's the three on a team that doesn't throw the ball a ton, whereas Elijah Moore is probably the two on a team that throws the ball significantly more with a better passer who also happens to throw the ball downfield more. So, I don't know. I I would rather have Elijah Moore than Rashad Bateman right now. We're
1: CPRing Elijah Moore. Yeah. Okay, DNR, CPR, James Robinson. He was a great story. He's done. But – it's, it's, is the Cinderella story over?
0: Yeah, he's done. Um, completely toast. Is he who signed him in the offseason? He's currently with the Patriots.
1: He is backing up Ramondre oh, Stevenson. My God, he's so done. But Bill's crazy. Like, he feels like the kind of guy like Bill would give him touches. I don't know why.
0: Listen, I don't even know if I feel great about Ramondre Stevenson right now because I would not put it past him to go grab Bijan. <laughs>
1: I feel like that that'd be bad for Bijan too. Like Bijan would be great, but like of all the places
0: I want him to go, is not New England. No, or even Gibbs. Frankly, like I could see them getting. Oh gosh, Gibbs too. please
1: don't get Gibbs. Like that kills Gibbs. He's done.
0: Well, he's not going to be done. I mean, they're so, gonna. It's going to be a first round running back.
1: That'd be well. If they if it's going to be the first round though, they've got like what pick eighteen. Yeah, so I'm, there's no way they take Gibbs there.
0: I don't know. It's it's Bill,
1: dude. Yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> you, you don't know what that man's going to do. Yeah. I mean, Robinson was great when they gave him the ball.
0: Yeah. Everybody. It's like, I think with him, he goes up to the Jets, and Brees Hall is toast. And, and Bam Knight not. is the guy yeah. that the Jets go with. I don't know where it came from either. Like, I, I get
1: he's... An undrafted free agent, I get all the stuff, but it just doesn't make any sense. Like he was, he did really well with what you gave him, and they just stopped.
0: Yeah, I think the only place that James Robinson was going to have value was going to be the Jaguars. Yeah, and he is no longer a Jaguar.
1: Last one. I don't know what the answer. I know what my answer is. I'm. I'm pretty sure I know what your answer is. But I tagged Cortland Sutton. So I gotta go DNR, CPR, DeAndre Swift.
0: Oh no. <laughs> um
1: well, how do you feel about it? I mean, it's gotta be CPR, right? I mean, I yeah. CPR, but at what price? That's that's where CPR, but I'm because... I'm upset about it because of David <laughs> Montgomery.
0: There's some people that are still very, very expensive on deandre swift and and that like i'm out i'm done but no, i'm not paying a lot for him yeah so i i guess it depends on the price where so okay there was a i don't remember who said this somebody said go acquire him for the 108 and at that price i i don't know i am conflicted i mean look at the 108 you're getting
1: Super flex super leagues, flex. you're looking at Will Levis, Quentin Johnston, Jordan Addison, somebody like that. I think I, it uh, depending on your team makeup, if you need a quarterback, I think you just take Will Levis and hope for the best. But when I, we know we know we talked about Quentin Johnston. We know I don't like him. Um, Jordan Addison, I'm 50-50 on. I think he's good, but a lot of the, some of the measurables aren't there, so I'm just, I don't know. I know what DeAndre Swift is as a talent. I've seen it on the field. I know exactly what he can be. It's just the place he's in is probably not going to use him to what he can be. And I'm frustrated because the more and more things I see, read, and maybe it's all wrong, maybe it's all talk, but I I think Monty is going to be the workhorse. Swift will have a role, sure, but Monty is going to be the quote-unquote guy there. Even though I I still am am a firm believer that Swift is a better running back than him.
0: Yeah, I think like with Swift, you know the talent he is, but you don't know the fantasy producer that he is because he's so up and down, and it's just because of injury. Like it's not because of well, we've seen him
1: produce at an elite fantasy level. Like there's been stretches like last season he started out great, then the injury happened. Um, in 2021, like he was 24 points, 11, 23. 17, 28, and then he got hurt. And then 16, 22, then he got hurt and missed pretty much the rest of the year. So when he is healthy,
0: the dude is a beast. Yeah. He's just never healthy, (laughs) which I think, I think with that coaching staff, availability is really important.
1: Yeah. I think, I think where the reason that, which I put him, put him on here is I think the lions are done with him.
0: Yeah. I don't think, I don't think they're in. So, All that to say, it depends on the price because there are certain scenarios where I'm super duper out. But, I mean, if I can send like the two hundred two for Swift, oh
1: gosh, yeah,
0: smash do that. that every time. But it's not a smash though. That's the thing. Because, I think
1: that is if it's a but, if it's a first, then it's 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 a late first. It's more questionable. I think it's more even. But if you're, I mean, I guess a high second is more or less the same. But like still.
0: I like think that you're going to have five or cheap. six. I think you're going to have five or six running backs come out of this draft. They're going to be fantasy valuable in some sense or another, and it just sort of depends on where they get drafted. So, like, I'm waiting to see where all these guys go. But like, there's, there are so many players that I like, that I really like, that could not, get drafted by a team and be really impactful.
1: There's three. Obviously, running backs out of this class that I think at this point you probably prefer over Swift is obviously Bijan Gibbs and Charbonnet. But after that, like you, I can't put one of those guys over Swift. Like even know, even dude. in a reduced role, the talent is there. He's going to catch passes.
0: Yes, but like, okay, let's play out a hypothetical. Let's say, um. Let's say Tank Bigsby is drafted by the Miami Dolphins in the third round. You're telling me he's not going to score lot- more fantasy points than the? See, Swiss? Well, that's
1: that's different, but I don't think there's as many teams. Obviously, if one of those guys goes to a guaranteed starting role.
0: but Which I with- think several of them could. Or at least work their way in to like, I think you're going to see a lot of guys go in the third round where the third round is still a pretty good spot for a running back. And I think you're going to see a lot of guys have significant roles on teams, probably more than we think. Like, I just have that gut feeling that there's going to be more fantasy relevant players than we think there are going to be, even up until, like, training camp. Like, we're going to get the rumblings and OTAs like, oh, such and such guy, like, you know, Sean Tucker getting a lot more carries than we think he's going to. Or um, you go into preseason and you're hearing stuff like Izzy Benacanda like this dude is stealing a bunch of touches in camp. I don't know where it's coming from. He's there's not gonna be a lot of that. Swift. But if Swift gets like 70 touches in a season, there's only so much he can do. That's that's sort of where I'm at. Like DNR or CPR. Dude, it's at price. <laughs> there's a price that I'm like, yes, CPR. There's also a price where I'm like, nope, I'm done. So I guess it just depends. A year ago, I would have. So we, we went a crazy.
1: hard DNR CPR on each of these guys, except for Swift, which of course you go,
0: well, maybe this, maybe that. <laughs> because I'm not going to be like, he's well, a hard you could DNR. Say that for all
1: of these guys,
0: though. I mean, okay. Which do I think is more likely DNR? Okay. That's all I but, wanted. Was but an it might be more like 60 40 instead of like, oh, yeah, he's toast. And like look, I don't at, think he's look at the
1: free agent market next year. Like he's, I'm, he's probably the top back on there because I think Taylor will get a D de- extension. Yeah, probably. So that leaves what Cam Akers and JK Dobbins.
0: Yeah. And those are, but listen, if Cam Akers goes out and gets you 1,200 yards, he's going to be the top back. Well, that'll market. be different, but oh, DNR CPR, Cam Akers. <laughs> CPR for sure. <laughs> I would rather have Cam Akers. Well, don't, I say don't, that I don't, 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 don't say that. Listen, who's going to score more fantasy points next season? Cam Akers or DeAndre Swift?
1: Bro, I don't know because the Rams are the Cam same Akers. way.
0: They, you, you don't
1: even give me that crap. Who's You, who's you saw it from work? the Rams this past year. Who's going to
0: steal work? Who's Who are they going to get? You didn't think anybody was going to steal work from Cam Akers this past year. Well, he was coming off his Achilles injury. So what
1: well, he had played three playoff games in a Super Bowl with like yeah. multiple carries, and then they just didn't use him.
0: Yeah, but Darrell Henderson was there. Darrell he Henderson. was a factor. There's they, just, they didn't use there. him.
1: There was never a question of like is Darrell Henderson or Cam Akers better? Like you know Cam Akers is better, and they just didn't use him. Fair enough.
0: And then he tore it up yeah down the stretch
1: it's the same thing as swift like when they use him the dude is unstoppable when they use cam yeah. Akers, the dude is unstoppable
0: just use him let's put it this way if david montgomery signed with the rams i would be super out on cam Akers too oh yeah so i don't know maybe this is maybe all of this means is that Derek, uh david montgomery is good I remember there was
1: like Good multiple years where I didn't like David Montgomery.
0: Oh, I hated him for like two him. years. Yeah,
1: for and like the first two, three or years, I'm like, David Montgomery just gets a lot of carries, but he sucks as a player.
0: <laughs> and then he leaves, and it's like, maybe he's not actually that bad. Maybe, maybe it was he just was Chicago Bears. was terrible. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was the Bears. Oh, man. Um, what did we learn? Nothing.
1: We learned. I don't know. It was was more of an experiment to see gut reactions when you're looking at trades, kind of thing. I don't know. Fair enough. Somebody throws Rashad Bateman in a trade. Where do you feel? And then
0: obviously, Height and I have your answer. There you go. Uh, Any more questions? Uh, No, that was it. Dope. Well, that'll do it for this one. Uh, You can check us out on Instagram if you enjoyed the show. Fantasy Brothers underscore. Uh, Listen, if you enjoyed the episode, leave a review. Leave a rating. Helps the show out a ton to leave ratings on Apple Podcasts or leave a rating on uh, Spotify. So that'll do it for this one. We'll see you next week. Hopefully, hopefully we've well, got two some weeks, Lamar Jackson news. Two
1: weeks from the draft. News is news is on the horizon. Dude, I, I cannot
0: Help wait. Help is on the way. The draft. We should live stream the draft. That's what I was
1: thinking do. that just the other day. I don't know how we'd do it. We should live stream the first round. That'd be round. something you can figure out. I know.
0: That'd be fun. All right. That'll do it for this one. we well, say it. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode and want to connect to us, follow us on Instagram at FantasyBrothers underscore or on Twitter at FantasyBros underscore. If you want to support the show, you can do that at Patreon forward slash Fantasy Brothers.